Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the sky. Lovers, they may cause you tears. Go ahead, release your fears. Stand up and be counted. Don't be ashamed to cry. You gotta be, you gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. You gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard. You gotta be tough. You gotta be stronger. It's her intro music. Karen Postana joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929Game.com. On this Sunday morning, Karen, thank you. Good morning. Happy New Year, guys. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Merry Christmas. And, and we, we, we sit here very humbled and, and thanking you for the presence. So yes. So publicly thank you for what you did for us, uh, for our audience, Karen, uh, who you hear regularly, and she got her own intro music, right? She uh, she she got us. First, I'm very grateful. She got she got us some stocking stuffers, if you will. Yes, yeah, uh, from the U.S. Open. Yeah, you did. And I got me. I'm walking around the house looking like Dusty Baker. The only thing missing is the toothpick. I got me some wristbands <laughs> at dinner time, and and got new strings and all. So thank you, Karen. That was very oh, very you're nice. You're- thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, what's underway? And I got to ask you, when did we yep. start playing the first matches on Saturday night? This is the first time they're doing it. Why? Okay. And it's in, it's, it's in response to, you know, there have been so many matches that have gone so late. They want to get more matches in. Um, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if down the line the U.S. Open tries the same thing. Because statistics have shown the last couple of years, longer matches, matches that have to go into the next day. So that's why the Australian Open is doing it. And plus, the French Open already does it. So they've been doing it for a few years. So they're not increasing the, the the amount of people that are playing. They're not increasing anything. It's just that the way tennis is played now, there have just been longer matches, more five setters, and there is and weather, of course, that bleeds into it. But why yeah. hasn't this been something that's been done before? If if no other change as far as the amount of people that are showing up or or, or players playing. You know, um, I guess. <laughs> There have been so many, yes, people, better, I guess, better athletes, longer matches. Um, and, yeah, same number of matches as, you know, before, but they're staying on court longer. And also, yes, weather interference in some cases. Yeah, yeah. By the Australian Open, they have three roofs, and they're, even they're adding that extra day, so that tells you something. Yeah, I think it's. I think they're just in better shape, Sam. Yep, they don't have anything going on over there this year, dude. Usually the heat is intense, so they got something burning 
Uh, something that's oh yeah, not, not to that. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> no, no wildfires yeah, or right. anything else. Right. That's the only place that people don't go inland unless you're there, unless you're Aborigine. I mean, you yeah. just don't. I ain't. Don't anybody ever showed me a picture from inside of Australia? It's yep. just like a black hole or something. Everybody stays on the coast. That's enough for me. Thank That's you. it. That's it. That's what's yeah, going on. Yeah, pretty much in Australia, either on the west coast or the east coast, nothing really in between. Yeah. Well, we just went, well, we're here in the studio. We're monitoring the match that just finished they, uh, the very first day, and they put Novak Djokovic out there, and he, he has he has to 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 work to earn it. He got a four set win. Yeah, um, the Dino um, Prismic there, he was a good junior, um, and he just tested Djokovic, and Djokovic is his idol. That's the crazy thing. Normally, you're playing your idol, you're like shell-shocked and can't do anything, but hey, yeah, he gave Djokovic a test. Like, the kid should be proud of himself, because this is his match at a major, and here he is playing the number one player in the world on Rod Laver Arena. So he, you know, he held his own there and tested him. Took him to four sets. I, I, to be quite honest, first set, which was six two, I was thinking, should I go take a nap now and wake up in the match? <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't because the, the kid, you know, he, he he did well for himself. All right, you got any more questions about this dude for her? Because you know I'm gonna change the subject. Okay. <laughs> He knows that too, right? You guys spending no time on this dude, especially this early. Listen, Sam and I talked about this yesterday, the return uh, on the big stage of Naomi Osaka. Uh, what do you expect to see as far as her coming back and dealing with the issues that kind of put her on the shelf for a while? Well, I think doing a, having a break, uh, you know, of course, uh, having a child it might change her perspective on things, be a bit more calm, calmer and know that, you know, playing tennis and having to deal with media is one thing. And, you know, all of that is like second when you, after you have a child. <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, seriously, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, she's, she's, you know, I guess trying to find herself, but I guess she's, she's a mom now, so she has a different focus. I'm sure that, I mean, she was patient before, but I, I guess she would be more patient now. But having seen her play a little bit last week at a tournament, she still has, she still has her, um, you know, she still has those skills, still got those skills, and she just has to work her way back. I have, you know, I have confidence that she'll be, she'll be back in the top 20 soon enough. Um, it's just a matter of getting out there and playing. That, that's what I say. But her first round match there about Carolyn Garcia, who former top 10 player, will not be easy. Because Carolyn, I believe, is the 16th seed and was the U.S. Open semifinalist a couple of years ago. So she is no slouch of a player at all. So this should be a popcorn match. Get your popcorn out. All right. Well, then let me put it to you this way. Again, Karen Pastana joining uh, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. Are you, on a scale of 1 to 10, confident, not so confident, that Naomi will ascend again to a par, par, a point where we could possibly get a decade out of a back-and-forth rivalry between her and Coco? Because that's what the sport needs. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, yeah. I'm going to say I'm going to say a 7. That's my, I'm going to say a seven, because I think she can get back to that spot and go back and forth. 
um, with, uh, with Coco's rivalry because that would be so much fun. Um, but then, you know, I mean, she has a child now. She has so many interests. We'll see if she remains focused on tennis. I mean, she has so much endorsement money. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. She has more endorsement money than um, any female athlete that I can think of. Um, yeah, but I don't know if the, the money will. I don't know if the money will influence her or not. But if she really wants to play, she will play. Yep. And she's what? She's twenty six years old. She's got plenty of time. Plenty of time. Yeah. So yes, yeah, seven out of ten. That's that's my that's my guess. Yeah, Sweet Green's one of her sponsors, and that's right here in our building here in Colony Square. I haven't tried it yet, but she's somebody that Naomi Osaka <laughs> sponsored by. Spending time on the waitfor.com hotline is what it with Karen Fistana of Tennis Panorama News. She is social, always following Tennis News TPN at Tennis News TPN for those. One of our home folks got a win last night. Uh Alicia Keys. Uh, Lisa Parks, I mean, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa Parks uh, played one of the early early matches and three sets, but great to see her make it through. Yes, I, I was uh, watching that, I was streaming that match. Um, and yeah, the first the first set, you know, she was hitting stuff hard, but uh, out. Yeah, she was spraying <laughs> she it all over regained, the parking lot. She reigned in her power and, and uh, composure, and, you know, she she rallied from a breakdown in the third set to win that one. Of course, most people don't realize that she has the record for the hardest serve for a woman, at 129 miles per hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, say that again. Uh-huh. She has the hardest serve recorded for a woman, um, 129 miles per hour. Yeah, Whew. absolutely. That our very own. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I thought Serena had that record and wasn't going to, you know, get touched. But okay. No, believe it or not. Alicia does. Okay, I mean, I believe it. Only it only just... happened last year, though. It, yeah. it just happened last year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So great to see her get a win. And we're looking forward to seeing some of our other home folks do well. Taylor Townsend is coming into this thing, um, getting another doubles title and, and a tune-up for this event. Thoughts about where she's going to go today. I got her penciled into oh, to the Olympic team. Yeah, she. I mean, she'll definitely be in the Olympic team for doubles. That's that's uh, certainty, if you ask me. Um, uh, as far as the Australian Open goes, she has a big test in Paula Bedosa, um, a former highly ranked player who's had injuries lately, and why she's not in in this top twenty right now. But that's going to be a bit of a test. But Taylor Town, I always say this: you're left-handed, you throw people off. And this is a hard court, and this is a, a great court for Taylor to play. And she won um, the Australian Open Juniors. Oh, goodness, it's got to be 11, 12 years ago because yeah. I was there for that. Okay. So you never know. It, <laughs> <laughs> I guess she whispered it. In the 50s. I, 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 I was there for that. Yeah, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we expect but, you to be at everything big. You know what, though, Karen? She is one of eight moms. In yeah. this tournament, eight mothers. What does that yes. say about mm-hmm. uh, you know you can you can start your family while you're playing on tour. You don't have to wait until you're done. It's true because also players are playing longer. I mean, look at Serena. She played until she was basically forty-one. Uh, I mean, and <laughs> I mean, and Taylor's. What is Taylor now? She's, what, 28? Is she that old? Oh, but anyway, I mean, hey, conceivably she could play another 10 years, right? Yeah. Um, 
And so, yeah, women are playing long. I mean, players in general are playing longer, so the women can have their kids while they're playing. But here's the thing about this that makes this an enigma, Sam. Last year we had a conversation about these, these – it was mostly on the ladies' side – and young players, period. They're getting that NIL money. They're getting Ash Barty, number one in the world, got all the money in the world. She's exiting stage left because, well, for whatever her reasons are. So as you talk about women having babies and having families and so on and so forth and continuing to play, you got that on one side, but then you have these players who are just playing up to a certain point, getting a certain level of a bank account, and then saying, I'm out. Yeah, and that's what makes true. this sort of crazy about this. You, there's no rhyme or reason as to see it's that intestinal fortitude. This is what I'm talking about when we when we mm-hmm. go back and forth about the uh, the NFL uh, 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 the camp in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Okay, you Com- can't combine. combine. You can't measure heart. No, you can't measure. Yep. Want. you can't measure want to. Yep, it's true. It's true because there's so much money out there. And if you're you know a decent player like a top twenty player, you play so many years, you get a you know, nice little nest egg if you're good. And I guess some people are not driven that way to play for ten years. Um, whereas you know in the golden days of tennis or whatever you know, they played for almost tried to play for almost twenty years. So right, I mean, I'm talking about the lavers and stuff like that. But now you know they can play longer. A lot of them do play longer. But you know that, like as you say, a given example of Ash Barty, she won three majors and she got a lot of money, and she's like, "That's it for me," you know. Yeah. And the other thing about this is, you you have a situation where, oh, geez, I just lost my train of thought, Sam. Don't you hate that when you're in mid sentence <laughs> and, and you're on the radio and you're sitting here talking? And I had a really good one for Karen here. I was going to ask her about. Oh, well, the thing. Let me ask you. You talk about people here. Let's talk about the person who's not here. And that is Rafael Nadal. And a lot mm-hmm. of people talk about his comeback tour. And, um, well, you certainly hope it doesn't end like, like Roger Federer is on an exhibition match. And you yeah. really want him to get, get a, you know, to play Roland Garros twice because everyone's got a chance to play them, play the, the tournament, and then come back for the Olympics. Thoughts about him not being uh, here at the Australian Open? Well, you know, I, in all honesty, I really do think he's saving himself for two things, Roland Garros and or the Olympic Games. I really do think. And he's a former gold medal winner um, from Beijing. Um, and I think that's what he wants to do. I really do. And, um, I, yeah, he doesn't want to go out in ex- at an exhibition like Roger right. Federer right. did. Oh, that was terrible. That was awful. <laughs> but, uh, but he want, I mean, he would rather be losing in the first round of the Olympic Games knowing that he was playing. You know, I, I, to- you know, I totally believe that. And I, you know, I hope he makes it um, to the Olympic Games, and I hope he gets to the U.S. Open or his body holds out to the U.S. Open because if he if he retires at the U.S. Open, um, I mean, it, it will be crazy. It's crazy enough for the U.S. Open, but for, for Rafa to know, oh, this man is his last major, uh, it'll be something else. I just, listen, I'm good if he just, if he shuts it down after the French, because that's where he's mm-hmm. most known. I'll, I'll be good with yes, that. Yes, it's true. I remember what I was going to ask you, or, 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 or just a statement and your thoughts on this. As we talked about these players, um, back on the women's side, but I guess it could apply to men, too, that are exiting because they've got the bank account, they've, they've got a couple um, wins, and they're not about the history of the sport. They've, they're going to provide for their family, whatever the reason. But these names, these names that bring people to the sport are leaving. And my thing I was going to say to you is this is the wrong time to have that happen. 
I look at tennis right now much like I look at boxing a decade ago when this young thing MMA was coming up. And boxing didn't worry too much about them, right? They said, oh, they're not going to be yep. anything. And next thing you know, it's all about MMA and it's all about UFC. Now you have the same thing with pickleball. Now it's never going to oh, take over. No, it's never going to take over. And listen, no, I'm, no, no. I'm talking no. about the con- taking over. No, no. Tennis. Listen to what I'm saying here, both <laughs> of you, please. What I'm saying is, I'm saying to right? you both right now, the conversation about playing a sport when it comes to these two. I think tennis is losing out to this easier sport. They got they're on ESPN. They're showing these ter- these tournaments. They're coming up with these tournaments. I'm just saying, is it something that makes you, or the people in your sport, look over their shoulder at what's going on with this, or do you still just look at it like an amusement park and people are just having fun? Uh, in a way, but this is the thing. Recreationally, yes, pickleball has like has skyrocketed. That's what I'm saying. It's- yeah, it's easy to play. Anybody can play it. You don't have to move around too much. Right. As far as as picking it up as a sport recreationally, yeah, it's probably. I hate that's, to say this. I know. It probably that's all I'm is going to like get to the equivalent of tennis, if not go past it, only because it's easy to play and you don't need as much space. But as far as people becoming professionals in pickleball, yes, there are a lot of them. And in fact, some former tennis players are now pro pickleball players like Jack Sock and, the, and others like that. Really? But okay, there's that. hardly any money in it. No, hardly. I, and I wasn't getting at that, Karen. What I was getting at yeah. is the young players coming, the young uh, young people coming up when they have mm-hmm. the two to choose from. That's all I was saying. And that's mm-hmm. something because you always want to get, as Sam really likes to not, say. There's really not one to choose from. You're going to make money. Again, yeah, it's you, true. You tennis is way more money, but also there's more prestige in playing tennis than pickleball. I'll just say that straight out. <laughs> Understood. Understood. All I'm saying is this is something that's similar to your sport, and I use that other analogy, and is it something that you think about, even if it's recreational now, mm-hmm. think about MMA then, it was regular. Oh. It, was, it was in the. It was behind, you know, a garage, and it was done then. And now look where it is. I'm not saying it's going to be the same, but it was just something mm-hmm. I was thinking about, and I wanted don't, to ask don't you. Don't worry, Karen. Yeah, I, 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 it's I'm, true. I'm, it's I'm, true, though, about uh, boxing and, and MMA. That I never thought that was going to happen, but then, you know, I guess the personality of of, of sport of people who follow sports, I guess, in a way, have changed. I don't know exactly. People, I guess, there's more some, aggressive, and then want to take their frustrations out by watching the MMA as opposed to boxing. Karen, I'm going to introduce him to Ben Shelton, and then and then and then, then he'll he'll be okay. I ain't gonna be okay. I'm just, everything <laughs> changes. <laughs> everything what was it's don't stay the she, same. She, she's you know that's we, it. We got to introduce you to somebody. I'll meet whoever. But I'm just saying do that. You know, and then, and he's what's on the way up. He, Karen, he's going to next. Karen, he, he, you know, so that's yep. we we love you. We we we, love you. we 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 have a little back and forth here, which is what I miss in a while. But we love you, and that's why we have you on so much, and we appreciate everything you do. And can we talk? Uh, can we talk to you next week? Because this is a obviously yeah, a fortnight. Yeah, I'm good. I'll be up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'll be up. From Tennis Panorama, as always, friend of the show, it is Karen Pustain, and joining us here on this Sunday morning, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 